the end zone, has a man open, touchdown, Justin Blackman. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of Locked On Post. Glad everyone is with me on this Super Tuesday. It is a Super Tuesday here on Locked On Post. Sorry for the late episode. It has been a crazy day uh, that included a stray dog and a new radiator for my car. So a lot has happened today. Sorry to get this episode out so late, but glad everyone is with me on this Tuesday. Going to fly through a couple things here. I have a short episode for you on this Tuesday evening. First and foremost, Donovan. Williams uh, is set to take his official visit to Oklahoma State on March 20th. Donovan Williams, you may remember, four-star recruit. I talked about him last week for basketball. Four-star basketball recruit. He was in Lawrence for Oklahoma State's against game against Kansas last Monday. He is considering joining uh, Oklahoma State, joining Cade Cunningham, Rondell Walker, uh, Montreal Pena, all those guys uh, at Oklahoma State next season. So if they could get the four-star guard, Donovan Williams, that would only continue to bolster uh, an already elite recruiting class for Oklahoma State. Already top 10 in the country, Donovan Williams would likely take it to top Five. So uh, Donovan Williams, March 20th, will be making his official visit to uh, Stillwater, and I would imagine he'll be making his way over to O'Brate Stadium, which is now sold out for opening night. So uh, congrats to everyone who got tickets to go to O'Brate for opening night. It's going to be a phenomenal, phenomenal atmosphere for Oklahoma State baseball. Before I go any further, I want to remind everyone that this is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network in the country. You want it. We've got it covered here at Locked On. Head over to LockedOnPodcast.com. Check out everything that we have to offer. NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, uh, college football, basketball, baseball, whatever the case may be. You want it. We've got it here with the Locked On Podcast Network. Also here at Locked On Pokes, we are partnered with Boone Pickens State. Follow them. You can find them on Twitter at BP underscore state, Instagram, and Facebook. Just search Boone Pickens State and you'll be sure to find them. So glad everyone is with me on this Tuesday. Uh, Also, A.J. Green yesterday finished things up at the Combine. Remember last week we talked about A.J. Green and uh, about his – his measure his measurables which uh, were really impressive he was six one and a half 202 pounds I think it was uh, and looked really good and you know I said a lot of people put on Twitter AJ Green's making himself some money at the combine with these measurements the way that he's coming in uh, the money that he made with the measurements he lost in the 40 yard dash he was much slower than I or I think anyone else could have possibly anticipated his best attempt came at 4.62 seconds, which was the third slowest among all cornerbacks in attendance at the Combine. For a point of reference, Trey Flowers, who you remember played safety at Oklahoma State, is now with the Seattle Seahawks, ran a 4.45. And A.J. Green ran a 4.62. If I would have been guessing on A.J. Green, I wouldn't have picked him as a 4.45 guy, but I wouldn't have thought he would have been in the 4.6s. As well, teams are going to struggle um, with a 
a, a 4-6-2 number. So this is going to hurt A.J. Green built big time. Uh, the draft kicks off on April 23rd. It'll be a three-day process. Uh, I think he was hoping to get his name called on the second day. I think this 40-yard dash pretty much rules that out. I think he still gets drafted. I don't think this makes him an undrafted guy. But uh, it certainly probably drops him down into the, the fifth round maybe, uh, which is lower than he would have been had he ran maybe a 4-4-8 or a 4-5-1, something in that neighborhood. 4-4-2 uh, is definitely going to hurt him in the draft. So, uh, and he did come in at 202 pounds, by the way. So uh, a bummer that he wasn't able to get it in any faster, but it's one of those things at this point it just kind of is what it is. So uh, something to keep an eye on with A.J. Green as the uh, as the draft nears. I also wonder, uh, Oklahoma State will have its pro day here in a couple weeks, and I wonder if he will run again at the pro day. I would imagine if he gets another opportunity to run, he will take another opportunity to run and try to get that thing down into the four fives. E- even if he only shaves off, you know, three, four hundredths of a second off that time, every little bit helps uh, whenever you're talking about uh, whenever you're talking about the combine. Teams look at that stuff, and teams care about that stuff. And, you know, we can sit here and say, look, A.J. Green knows how to play football, and he does. And we know that uh, that A.J. Green knows how to play football. But you know what? If you can't run, that's something uh, that, that college teams are going to look at. So uh, Oklahoma State baseball in action right now. I'm recording this. It's 545 right now on this Tuesday evening. Long day today, so getting out a little late, but that allows me to give you a mid-game update on Cowboy baseball and remind you that there is a game going on right now. So uh, Oklahoma State, just a couple of minutes ago, Max Hewitt got a two-out RBI single. So Oklahoma State now trails 6-4 to four in the fourth inning against Missouri State. Missouri State plays some pretty good baseball. Uh, Oklahoma State lost 2-3 of this past weekend in Frisco, but have yet to lose a game at home this season. Perfect 5-0. and oh. So uh, Oklahoma State looking to battle back against Missouri State and get the comeback win. The Cowboys trail 6-4 to four right now in the bottom of the fourth inning. Uh, so hopefully Oklahoma State can get the win against Missouri State. I'll let you know how that one played out tomorrow morning. If you are in Stillwater after you leave Alley P. Reynolds Stadium uh, for one of the last times, you should head on over and see our friends at Simply Green Pharmacy. Simply Green Pharmacy has all the best products from around the state and what they've grown themselves, all local, all natural. It's a friendly, professional environment. The staff is phenomenal and knowledgeable. They can help you uh, with what you need at Simply Green Pharmacy. Head that way, 617 East Redbud Drive. You can also check them out on their website, livesgf.com, and uh, you can check out all their specials, their patient drives. Make sure you go see them. They'll have a patient drive tomorrow as it is Wednesday. So check them out, livesgf.com. Tell them Locked On Pokes sent you. Going to take a break and come back on the other side. Talking Big 12 football. Uh, I want to look at Oklahoma State's schedule and talk about the finish to Oklahoma State's schedule, where they may be sitting, uh, and how, depending on how things play out, the idea of not getting a rematch the first week of December uh, might come back to bite the Big 12. That's coming up next here on Locked on Pokes. Welcome back to Locked on Pokes. Glad everyone's with me on this Tuesday evening. Go follow me on Twitter at Colby J. Powell at Locked on Pokes. Send me all your thoughts. Uh, Oklahoma State football, baseball, basketball related, whatever the case may be. Uh, the golf team is headed down to Cabo. Uh, might be down in Cabo right now, actually. I need to check on the uh, the golf schedule and see where the Oklahoma State golf team is at. Let's just do that real fast, shall we? Shall we? We might as well. It's late on a Tuesday. We don't need to be all buttoned up late on a Tuesday. Uh, let's see. The Oklahoma State golf team is... 
finished up today in Cabo. Finished ninth out of 15 teams down in Cabo, which is not what Oklahoma State fans have uh, come to enjoy over the past few seasons. But Matthew Wolf no longer in town. Victor Hovland no longer in town. Zach Boshu no longer in town. So the Cowboys uh, men's golf team comes in ninth out of 15 teams in Cabo at the Cabo Collegiate. Uh, the NIT will be played in Tucson at Tucson National on March 16th and 17th. So that's the next time that uh, Oklahoma State is in action on the golf course. Uh, anyway, hit me up, Locked On Pokes, at Locked On Pokes, at Colby J. Powell. The winner of yesterday's uh, trivia question, I asked you which cowgirl over the weekend during the softball games uh, both had the walk-off hit in the first game and scored the walk-off run in the second game. Ryan Rustin got it correct. It was Sidney Pennington. Great job this weekend, Sidney Pennington. Uh, congrats to Ryan Rustin on winning the two tickets. Got those dropped off today. Uh, so I hope Ryan has a great time tomorrow at Gallagher Arena. And I hope a lot of Pokes fans head that way uh, and support the Cowboys in the last home game of the season. We'll talk a little basketball in the last segment here. But I want to talk a little bit of Oklahoma State football because I was looking at some of the stuff with the schedules uh, around the Big 12. And Hear me out. I don't know exactly what the reasoning was behind moving Bedlam to the middle of the season. It's Oklahoma State's seventh game now. Oklahoma State, after they play OU, is going to have three home games, two road games. They're going to be uh, home against Texas Tech. So, so OU is October 24th. And then it's home against Texas Tech at Baylor, home against West Virginia, at Kansas State, home against Texas. Oklahoma State this year uh, only has back-to-back road games one time. One time Oklahoma State has back-to-back road games. It's at Kansas on October the 17th and at Oklahoma uh, on Saturday, October the 24th. All Saturday games except the opener. uh, Pardon me. Ten Saturday games. The opener, which is on Thursday, and I forgot that the Texas game was moved to Friday. So Friday, November 27th, it'll be Black Friday for Oklahoma State and Texas in the season finale. So, so hear me out. By moving that Oklahoma State game away from the final week of the season, uh, you know, when that was done, when Mason Rudolph was still here, the belief was that that was to prevent a rematch from taking place two weeks in a row in the Big 12 championship game. Now, Oklahoma State's facing Texas the final week of the regular season. And hear me out, because I know what you're thinking. You're already thinking that I'm crazy for including Texas in the conversation. Texas was an injury-riddled team last year. I think Oklahoma is and should be the favorites to win the conference until someone dethrones them. But this season, I think there is a very real three-headed race in the Big 12 Conference. I think OU, OSU, and Texas are all going to be viable uh, college football teams that have a chance, if everything breaks right, to finish the season uh, as a, a top 10 to 12 team in the country and win the Big 12 Conference. Now, let's say either one of two things happens. Let's say Spencer Rattler either is not as great as we all think he is, or he is great, and a couple things just don't break OU's way. Because remember now, it's not like OU's been running away from people the past few years. And OU's had Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray, and Jalen Hurts. And OU's still been in a ton of close, close football games. You remember this last season, Oklahoma should have probably lost to Baylor in the regular season. Uh, Baylor completely peed down their leg in the second half uh, and threw that game away, gave it to OU. That would have kept OU out of the playoff. It would have been the second loss. OU nearly lost Iowa State. If, if uh, what's his name, quarterback, if Brock Purdy sees Charlie Kolar wide open for the two-point conversion, they lose to Iowa State. If pass interference gets called in the end zone, they lose to Iowa State. 
nearly lost to TCU. Had a chance to lose to TCU late in that game. There was a close spot. Could have gone either way. Goes Oklahoma's way. Uh, the Baylor game. They beat Baylor 30-23 to in overtime in the Big 12 championship with no Charlie Brewer. So Oklahoma, th- this is the point I'm making to you. Oklahoma was in a lot of close games last season and had to really fight several times, and that was with Jalen Hurts, who was the runner-up for the Heisman. Now, they go to the playoff and get blown out. That's fine. LSU is one of the best college football teams I've ever seen. It, it just kind of is what it is. But let's say OU slips back even just a little bit and loses two, maybe three conference games in Spencer Rattler's first year as a starter. That opens it up for Oklahoma State and Texas to meet in the Big 12 championship game. Uh, again, not a prediction I'm making. I'm just trying to look to the future at possible scenarios that could play themselves out. And Oklahoma State against Texas is a very real scenario that we could see play itself out and, and wind up with back-to-back OSU-Texas games on November the 27th. And then what would that be, December 4th, December 5th? It throws me off now because that, uh, that game's on a Friday. So it throws me off. So December 5th would be that Saturday at 11 a.m. in Dallas. It could potentially be back-to-back Oklahoma State and Texas games that again not an official prediction i will not make official predictions probably until late august but something to keep an eye on as we roll through big 12 season if ou gets in a close game ou i think this season more than they've had to in the past couple of years is going to have to work harder to be in dallas not necessarily to win the big 12 championship game i'm talking about to get to dallas because last few years it's like even though you would have lost one of those games to Iowa State or Baylor in the regular season, yes, it would have cost them going to the playoff, but they still would have been in the Big 12 championship game. This year, I'm talking about not the playoff. I'm talking about if OU loses a couple games in conference, it could keep them from playing in the Big 12 title game in Dallas. Something to keep an eye on uh, as we head toward uh, college football season. I know it's a long ways off, but I always enjoy talking football in the off season. Uh, also, I get numbers on how many people listen to these different episodes, and I know for a fact that you all, enjoy me talking college football in the offseason because those are always the episodes that get the most listens. So send me your thoughts at Colby J. Powell at Locked on Pokes on Twitter. I want to see what you're thinking. I want to hear what you're thinking. Hit me up. I will read those. I'll read the best ones on the podcast. So hit me up. I'm going to take a break, come back on the other side, talking college basketball, what happened last night in the Big 12, what's happening tonight in the Big 12. That's all coming up next here on Locked on Pokes. back wrapping things up here on Locked on Pokes. I'm your host Colby Powell. Glad everyone's with me on this Tuesday. Some college basketball to be played tonight in the Big 12 Conference. First off, last night there was a great game played in the Big 12 between Texas Tech and Baylor. I uh, I watched part of this game in the second half. I did not make it until the end. Uh, it went to overtime. It, it was really crazy. The score was tied 30 to 30 at halftime, uh, and then the score was tied 60 to 60 going into overtime. So these two teams were very evenly matched. Baylor ends up pulling it out in the end, 71 to 68 over Texas Tech. So Baylor has shown a little bit of vulnerability here in the past couple of weeks. This is a Baylor team that was kind of on top of the world uh, a couple of weeks ago, looking at, at, at possibly the best team in the country. Uh, and now, I don't know. I don't know. Would you, would you still consider Baylor in that category? Yes, they won. They won last night, but they lost to TCU on Saturday. They flirted 
with Oklahoma State a couple of weeks ago. Baylor's still ranked number four in the country. Still a really good team, 26-3 and on the season, 15-2 and in conference. But they're starting to show some holes in the armor for Baylor. A little bit of that swagger that I think they were playing with a few weeks ago uh, might not be there right now. So we'll see if Baylor gets that back come tournament time uh, and see if they can knock off Kansas in the Big 12 tournament. Uh, tonight in the Big 12. Both of them are 8 p.m. games, which is good because I can preview both of them even though I'm on a little bit late today. Texas and OU, a little Red River rivalry action. Texas this season is 18-11, and 8-8 eight and eight in the Big 12. Oklahoma is 18-11, and 8-8 eight and eight in the Big 12. Now, OU does have a better resume, uh, quality wins, strength of schedule, things of that nature. So this game probably actually more important for Texas. Texas still needs to do a little bit, I think, to make themselves firmly in the tournament and get off the bubble. Uh, so Texas at OU tonight. OU's a seven-point favorite in that game. OU's playing great basketball right now, coming off wins against Texas Tech and West Virginia. So it'll be interesting to see if they can keep that rolling or if they fall off. It's like every time you think OU's got it figured out, then something happens like what happened two Saturdays ago in Stillwater uh, where they get run off the floor by 18. So that game is tonight on ESPN2 at 8 o'clock and then on ESPNU at 8 o'clock at Hilton Coliseum in Ames is West Virginia at Iowa State. And this is a big game for West Virginia. This is a get-right game for the Mountaineers. The Mountaineers need to get right. West Virginia is struggling right now. You pull up their schedule, there's a lot of red here recently as they've lost six of the last seven, including the last three, to TCU, Texas, and Oklahoma. Unranked teams. You know, they lost to Kansas and Baylor, uh, and you think, okay, they lose to Kansas and Baylor, no big deal. But they've lost to OU twice in this stretch, and TCU and Texas. So West Virginia needs to get right against Iowa State because they closed the season on Saturday at home against Baylor. And West Virginia, a, a team that was 18-4 and four at one point, hard to even fathom that they could miss the tournament. But losers of six of the last seven, if they lose to Iowa State tonight and close out the season with a loss against Baylor, that would make them 19-12 and 12 on the year and 7-11 and 11 in conference. And we'd see, we can see what the committee is going to do, but I don't think that would quite be enough to get West Virginia in the tournament. So big game, big get-right game tonight for West Virginia. That's what's happening tonight in the Big 12. Oklahoma State, of course, does not play tonight. The Cowboys play Kansas State tomorrow at 8 o'clock in Gallagher-Iba Arena. It will be your last chance to see uh, Lindy Waters, Thomas DeZagua, Cameron McGriff, and Jonathan Laurent in Stillwater. Uh, Last time they'll play at GIA as Cowboys. So that game will be on ESPNU tomorrow night, Kansas State at Oklahoma State at 8 o'clock. We'll talk a little bit more about that tomorrow. Short, sweet, and to the point today. Thank you for your patience. Sorry I got this out so late. Today it'll be out early in the morning tomorrow, uh, and I'm going to dive into a lot of stuff tomorrow, so make sure you're listening to Locked on Pokes, and make sure you go see our friends at Simply Green Pharmacy. Um, They've attached – they've got permanent – price drops on their flower. Uh, you really need to go check them out at Simply Green Pharmacy. Uh, if you are a dispensary and you're looking to do business with someone, if you're looking to get some flower, uh, they've got all the best uh, strands. You can you, you can go uh, wholesale at Liv's livesgf.com wholesale at livesgf.com that's their email address. Uh, hit them up, check them out and uh, ask them questions. Get what you need. Simply Green Pharmacy will take care of you. If you're just a patient, head over to their website, livesgf.com. Check out the patient drive tomorrow uh, and tell them Locked on Pokes sent you. Uh, all right, very scatterbrained for me today, but thanks for listening. I appreciate it. I'm back tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Locked on Pokes.